<laughs> Welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. We're talking about disaster films uh, even before the show starts. Earthquake goes back quite a ways. I'm Noel T. Manning the second. This show probably qualifies as one, don't you think? As, as a disaster yeah. film? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that, that over there beside, beside camera one. All the way from Electric Avenue. That's Eddie Grant, everyone. Welcome, Eddie Grant. Man, you look like you came from Electric Avenue. I could have gone cool. for Buffett or something, maybe. I'll take what I get. Greg Tillman. This, meet me the movies. We talk movies uh, even before the show even starts. But disaster films, that's, uh, that's coming a little, up a little later in the show. First half of the show, we've got a great special guest, Violet Dukes. Violet Dukes. Hey, yes. Yes. <laughs> See? I'm, I'm, Are you I'm not like, sure? I just wanted to make sure that, that I got the name right. We've I was only known each other a couple years, so yeah. that's totally understandable. Yeah. Well, I used to call you by another name, and True. so anyway, Violet Dukes from the Cleveland County Arts Council and the Real to Real Film Fest. She is the festival director, uh, has been for 13 years. We were doing the math, yes. and you were better at math than I was, so yes. congratulations <laughs> on that. Good job, good job. Um, Really excited to have you. Every year, uh, we're excited to talk about the Real to Real Film Fest, and you and I have been talking about it and been, been a part of it for a long, long time. And uh, so we're, we thought we would uh, introduce our guest to it, who may not know what this film festival is. It's on its 19th year, yes. so approaching two decades. Um, Greg uh, and I have been a part of it in some form or fashion since on the and first off, year. Yeah. Yeah. On and off. Uh, first year, there were four judges, and it was me and you, Will Eskridge, who was... Um, one of the, the founding, uh, the, the, the guy who said, I want to do this, mm -hmm. uh, and he had your job at the Arts Council. And, uh, and then Jeff Powell, who's been on the show, yeah. uh, we were the yeah. four judges, and uh, that was when it was on VHS tape. Yeah. Things have come a long, long way. So, and, so and thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. In my first year, uh, some of the submissions still came in on VHS tape. We do not do it that way anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Well, let's talk about the Real to Real Film Festival and uh, and what people can expect. We'll, we'll see how much we can cram into the, the first half of this show. So um, this is something that is, for you, this is one of your favorite parts. It is. I love it the Arts most. Council. And um get to be the most involved with it from beginning to end every year. It barely ends every year right, yeah. <laughs> on my schedule. Yeah. But uh, this year for attendees, it's July 25th through the 28th at the Joy Performance Theater in Kings Mountain, lovely renovated uh, historic theater in Kings Mountain. And um, we pack a lot of films into yeah. those four days. Um, not as many films as the committee watches, and you right. were on the committee right. again this year, thankfully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got over 200 submissions, and we narrowed that down to the 39 films that we're showing at the festival this year in four days. It's a lot of movies, and, and talk about the process. Give a little background on the process yeah. for how that happens and how how do you narrow down this 200 down to, to 39? And it's not based on a number of films, it's based on hours that you can screen films. Yeah, so we can show about 13 hours of film in the festival is about what it came to this year. And um, like I said, 200 plus films came in this year, which is something like 9,000 hours of film. Um, God, really? Yeah. Wow. I think so. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, I have a dedicated committee of, of um, 
screeners that, that watch these films for me, wonderful committee. And um, we have a rating system from one to 10 with lots of other criteria that they, have, yeah. you know, that they can comment on, you guys can comment on. And um, they watch all the films, they get a rating number, they go in a spreadsheet and... Um, then deliberations happen. Yeah, deliberations yeah. and meetings happen and we sort of eliminate everything that didn't get, um, you know, over, what, was it seven? I think this yeah, year. Yeah, seven, yeah, seven and above. Right. On a ten, one to ten scale. Yeah. Right. And then um, from that, you guys pick your favorite. What it was this year? I asked for sixteen hours of yeah. film, and then um, I went through and tried to pick everything that was on everybody's list. Yeah. And then add in the next highest rated films to yeah. it, and then schedule them on the schedule. Yeah, but it's hard. It I mean, is. It's hard to to narrow down that list, uh, especially when you have such great films. Yes. I mean, we, we were talking about this before the show uh, started and uh, some of my favorites didn't make it because there was just so many good films, but at mm -hmm. least I've gotten to see them. And yeah. if you want to email us, you can do that at info at c19.tv. I can tell you some of the films that didn't make it, that after you go to the festival, you can go and watch those films as well. Yeah, and um, <laughs> How's that? Smooth. but don't miss the Very festival. Very smooth and there's something, there's something though about being at the festival I agree. that is yeah. totally different than watching a film oh, yeah. at home or even at a regular theater yeah. um, because filmmakers come to the festival every year and this year we have seven North Carolina films out of those 39 films. Those, those filmmakers I'm sure will definitely be at the festival and we always give filmmakers a chance after their film yeah. to do a Q&A with the audience and that's something you don't get at a regular theater or at your house. Um, you know, you might sit and Google some stuff, right. but it's not yeah. the same. It's not, and, and that's one of the things that I've always enjoyed every year about about this, is being able to meet the filmmakers, talk to them, listen to the audience, think about some of the questions that they want to ask, and right. they've got some really good yeah. questions. Yeah, we always have a fantastic audience, and we yeah. hear from filmmakers actually every year about what a great festival our, our little film festival is. Um, and that's filmmakers that have, and there are films this year too that have been at um, South by Southwest mm -hmm. and Sundance and yeah. Cannes, yeah. and um, they also submitted to us. Yeah. And we still hear from those filmmakers that our festival holds its own amongst those festivals, which is super yeah. awesome. I love it. It really is, and, and we've been doing it long enough that yeah. we've worked out some of the kinks, and it's. It is it's still challenging though because mm -hmm. the the uh, screening committee, the judges, they're not paid. Nope. Uh, they're all volunteers, and so you have to rely on the volunteer commitment. And um, I, you know, every year there are new faces that pop up mm -hmm. uh, on that committee, and folks, and many of those come from from festival attendees. Yeah, and they want to watch more. They want to help narrow it down. And I am always eternally grateful to right. my selection <laughs> committee. Yeah. Could not do it alone. That's for sure. Yeah. And we also couldn't do it without our volunteers that work during the festival selling concessions and tickets. And we couldn't do it without our sponsors. And we couldn't, you know, it's a big, big undertaking. Yeah, yeah. And you had a question. You had no, a question. I didn't. <laughs> didn't. I'm just looking at the clock you to just, see what time You just look like you had a question. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm interested. I just don't have it. No, it's a good. You have nothing I'm, to I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> will you leave me alone? <laughs> All right, Mr. Grant, I will leave you. Just go hang out and sing some more songs. Um, what do you enjoy the most about it? Because it is, like I said, it is something, it's, it takes a lot of work, a lot of effort on your part, and it, um, it's probably six months of really mm -hmm. working hard on different aspects of it. I enjoy the 
actual four days of the festival okay. <laughs> almost. And, yeah. and the filmmakers being there and the audience members and their enthusiasm yeah. and um, their questions for the filmmakers. Mm -hmm. And um, every, well, the last for the last two years, so last year and this year, did I say that right? Anyway, we're having um, Kids Fest mm -hmm. on Saturday at 10 o'clock in the morning. These are films submitted from all over the world, made by children mm. or for children. Right. And um, I enjoy those screenings with the kids because hopefully it inspires them to try an animation technique or yeah. or pull out their their phone and make a video yeah. of their of their adorable thoughts with their friends. And um, so I think that's a fun one. That's sponsored by Kids Senses, and we appreciate yeah. that. Um, but yeah, just. The actual festival, that's my favorite. The atmosphere is so much fun. Yeah. yeah. You, you do You're right this time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so easy for kids. They're, they're electronically and technologically more advanced than we were at, mm -hmm. at, at their age. And uh, it, the proliferation of equipment is mm -hmm. so you take an iPhone or a little HD camcorder from Walmart and put it in the laptop or whatever and, and shoot it and upload it and, and you've got something. It, yeah. It's so easy to do something now and so easy to be creative. Yeah. yeah. Of course, it's the downside is maybe some of the films aren't so great that, that people <laughs> well, that, produce, the, right? You know, the, the judges will, will yeah. sit and go through yeah. all of those, yeah. and, and they narrow it down. And, and you're right, not and, and this goes back to year one, when we, we watch films, not all right. of them are good. Right. But there are some amazing yeah. pieces out oh, there yeah. from yeah. Some, some young talent. And yeah. sometimes what I remember seeing is some of the, the uh, amateur or student films or even better than some of the professional films yeah. that are submitted. Not necessarily that make it right, great. Right, that are submitted. Well, yeah. And um, one of our North Carolina films is a film made by a, by a child this year. So that'll, yeah. that'll screen on Saturday at 10, and yeah. that's awesome. We've also got year, a Shelby native as yes, well. Yes, in the regular uh, screenings. Um, I actually went to high school with uh, John Skinner Myers, and he's had a film at the festival before and um, is starring in the film that we'll play this year. It's called Frank Embry. Mm -hmm. And um, that's a not miss film, I think. Yeah. But there are yeah. a lot of not miss films I agree. this year. I agree. Um, I do want people to know that they can go to realtorrealfest.com and see the schedule of films. They can see the synopsis of every film mm -hmm. and trailers for most of the films. And so, running times as well? Yes, run yeah. times, ratings, um, where the filmmakers are from, uh, what category the films are right. in, because these aren't all feature films like you would see at the theater. There's right. documentaries, mm -hmm. shorts, animations, and features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in and, and both categories as, categories as well as you've got professional, you've got amateur, you've got student. Right. And the, the website, R-E-A-L, T-O-R-E-E-L. F-E-S-T dot com. Dot com, yeah. So just want to make sure we spell that out. So it's Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and Saturday nights. Right. And then, and then you have the Kids Fest at 10 on Saturdays. But you have a matinee as well on Saturday, right? right? So the, yeah, so all of the times are July 25th at 7, July 26th at 7, July 27th at 7, and then July 28th, 10 a.m., 1 p.m., and 7 p.m. So you've been able to go yourself. I mean, you've worked the festival, and then yeah. you've actually gone to, sure. to watch it, too. So what have you enjoyed um, as an audience member? You know, just just going as a spectator, it's just so refreshing to see some creative, fresh ideas yeah. up there, and things that don't blow up every five seconds. And <laughs> yeah. you get, I was seeing a promo last night on TV for 
some new blockbuster coming in the next few weeks. And I'm just so tired right now at this point of the summer of CGI. And, and it's, it's nice to see something that's made with human hands and not a computer, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So. And, and, and you will see, if you want to and, see some of the explosions, and again, you can some see original, some of that. Some, <laughs> some original <laughs> concept, yeah. yeah. But I, I think, to me, uh, what I've always enjoyed is, uh, and, and the reason that this whole festival began was, initially began as, hey, let's find a way to, to celebrate um, films of the Carolinas. And even that first year, it was international. I remember right. films, you know, international that first year really kind of blew us all away. And so it was an international film fest from, from that inaugural um, time. And, and you know, we had no idea then that it was going to last you know, two decades later. Uh, but here we are approaching 20 years, and it's still going strong, and, and people are still submitting. They're submitting in different ways. Uh, you know, you're able to do it online and load your films online. And yep. uh, Do you accept any DVDs no. anymore? So it's all through online portals. Mm -hmm. um, do you, you still take VHS tape? No, definitely not. <laughs> no committee members would be able to watch that. So I want to give a few more uh, little details. Okay. Um, we've already said the dates, the 25th through the 28th of July at the Joy Performance Center. But also we have a silent auction that runs through the whole festival. I give away raffle items every evening during the festival. Um, there's delicious concessions. There's a VIP area if you want to bump your ticket up a notch. There's, um, let's see, what else? Uh, awards night as well. Awards but... night is after the final film on Saturday night. That's true. And that's fun. There'll be food and refreshments and we'll present the awards to the filmmakers. And, um, and then there's Q&A with the filmmakers that come uh, to the festival and that there should be at least one of those every night. Absolutely. And um, you want to mention prices at all? Do you have any of those prices written down? So single night tickets are $8 in advance, 10 at the door. A pass is $35 in advance and 40 at the door. VIP ticket is 50, which includes um, drink, free drinks a couple servers, of night, right? a private server, free popcorn, tables and chairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll be serving. <laughs> uh, I will have my tux. Um, and I'll be uh, wearing my, uh, my sandals, so um, com comfortable feet. It's all about the comfortable feet. That sounds like a health code violation um, for sandals, but all right. Well, I'm not preparing the food with my feet, so I don't think it is a health code violation. <laughs> oh, my violation. goodness, you guys. Way to get off track. <laughs> the Real Film Festival, that is going on the 25th through the 28th of July. The website, again, is realtorealfest.com, R-E-A-L-T-O-R-E-E-L-Fest. Dot com and uh, at the Joy Performance Theater or Center. Center in Kings Mountain, North Carolina. It's been going on there for a number of years, and the yeah. filmmakers that show up really talk about that atmosphere as well. And I should so. most importantly announce that it's brought to you by the Cleveland County Arts Council here in Shelby. Awesome. Perfect. Well, Violet, thanks for joining us as always. We appreciate uh, you doing this uh, each year, and, uh, and good luck. I know the festival is going to be a big success. Uh, we'll come right back uh, after the break, and uh, we have not uh, talked about Tim, uh, the Tim Cam. Tim, uh, Tim Foster is back from vacation. Good to see you, buddy. We're going to take a look at some of your uh, video from that vacation uh, after the break, so looking forward to that. Um, our, our viewers have been just writing the non-viewer mail for weeks like you wouldn't believe incredible asking about uh, about your uh, video so we're looking forward to seeing what you have to offer uh, to us and our viewers we'll be right back with that and also reviews of skyscraper and ant-man and wasp right after this break
back to Meet Me in the Movies. Noel T. Manning II here hanging out with Greg Tillman. Uh, he is, uh, uh, he, he said goodbye to Eddie Grant and Electric Avenue. I have that song stuck in my head <laughs> oh, and I no. will all day. Thank you so song. much. It's an earworm kind of song. Yeah, it is. It yeah. really is. It bores in there and just stays. It stays. Uh, kind of like uh, Mr. Foster was hoping his vacation would kind of stay. Was he on vacation of, last week? Yeah, you I, missed I, it. He was on the show, wasn't he? No, he was not here, man. That was, uh, we, we found out later, uh, we did get viewer mail, and they said that was not Tim. I didn't notice. Who was on the show. It was some other guy. I didn't notice, did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was some guy on the show that, said he was you and we thought it was we didn't question well, who him. doesn't want to be tim exactly yeah. who doesn't want to be tim especially if you, you know, it's the eyes it's the eyes people <laughs> love his eyes so look at him man it's the tempting <laughs> temptation eyes. Uh, so so tell me a little bit have you got some footage that we could uh, we could take a look at you do you have some footage all right cool we're gonna play some of that well let's see what, what that's all about love. exciting and What the heck? Dude, oh, look, he's playing the Titanic. Doing the Titanic thing, yeah, that looks just like that. That's awesome, dude. Love the shirt. We're going to have those shirts available uh, for, for non-resale value uh, just by emailing us at info at c19.tv. I love that. Pretty cool. Uh, man, I, I appreciate you thinking about it. Except that for was, the domestic violence, it looked like a good time was had by all. Exactly. Man, I'm sorry she uh, gave you such a hard time, but that looked like a beautiful trip. And you went to uh, went to the Bahamas. The Bahamas. Jamaica, uh, Cozumel. Down there somewhere. The Cozumel, the Turks, and the Caicos. You went somewhere in the Caribbean. All right, cool. Hope the weather I was, that was, was Lake nice. Norman from my <laughs> Lake Norman. Yeah, it I wasn't could, a cruise I couldn't, ship, I couldn't see from here. I think that was Lake Hollifield on the Gardner Web campus. <laughs> I think that's what that was. Well, uh, we're glad you're back. Uh, I'm glad our viewers got a chance to check that out as well. <laughs> so, meet me the movies. Uh, a couple movies to talk about here yeah. uh, in review. Skyscraper. Yeah. Looks like big dumb fun. Dwayne Johnson uh, is back in another action film. This is kind of his thing now. Yeah. He is the action star. And he is the one that's making the money doing it. He's the one that people are paying money to see. He's pretty much picked up the mantle from Stallone and Schwarzenegger and, and Bruce and Willis. Van Damme. Kind and, of aged out of that. Yeah, right? yeah. And, you know, I was talking to somebody um, yesterday uh, or this past week when I watched the movie. And, and they said, you know, I'm just getting so tired of, of Dwayne Johnson doing this kind of thing. But, you know, he's just the action star of the day. And yeah. uh, we, Vin, Vin Diesel has done that as well. And I think for me, as I look at this, you know, I don't think he's ever going to be an Oscar winning actor. I, I can't see him in a Merchant Ivory film. No, I don't, I don't see that <laughs> happening. But, you know, it doesn't, he's a movie star. He's not necessarily an, an actor. actor. And yep. I think that's the difference. Yep. And we've always had that. I mean, going back, you know, decades and decades and decades, going back to the early years of Hollywood, you don't have to be an well, actor. Well, it reminds me of uh, Peter O'Toole in my favorite year. Yeah. When he was going to be live on a, on a TV show. Yeah. It was very much like yeah. the Sid Caesar show at the time. Absolutely. And he panics. He says, I'm not an actor. I'm a movie star. Yes. And that's, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that to me. I think that's, if, if you know what you're getting into, I think it's fine. And this movie, uh, you know, Skyscraper really is, it's a mixtape. 
of about every kind of uh, action film that, that we've seen. We've talked about this, the towering inferno meets Die Hard, and you definitely see elements of that. But you also see elements of Taken and Mission Impossible thrown into this. Uh, you know, Dwayne Johnson's flick, it, it does lack pure originality, um, but and, and there are ways that it was predictable. You know, I could see some of the things coming. Uh, but it really was one of these high-octane, kind of edge-of-your-seat action films right. that even though I knew what was coming, some of the scenes really had me kind of holding that armrest, going, okay, right. I know he's going to survive this. I know he's going to get through this, but how is he going to do it? Right. Um, you know, I was engaged in almost every single scene, and that's really hard to do for me for a disaster or an action film that I feel like maybe I've seen elements of it yeah. before. But there was something about this movie that really, really worked. And uh, I enjoyed it. There were, uh, you know, you, you had the, the tallest building in the world that was inflamed. You had uh, a fractured hero who had a past that he had to kind of overcome. You have ninja-like warriors, death-defying chases. Did you say ninja warriors? Ninja-like warriors. Okay. Yeah, All not right. ninja, but ninja-like warriors. All right. Close uh, you enough. Had, you had people hanging on the edge of buildings. Uh, you know, all of these things, uh, and, and really the only thing holding somebody together uh, hanging on the edge of the building was duct tape, literally duct tape, uh, and a prosthetic leg. Wow. So all of that thrown in, uh, I, I still found this, you know, uh, fun. It was a heck of a lot of fun. Individually, uh, yeah, I've seen these pieces before, but putting them together in something that was like this, it really, really worked. It was fluid. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was a ride. It was a blast. Uh, you know, Dwayne Johnson is an action star. And uh, we've seen him in, the, in these action stars. I don't anticipate him being an Oscar-winning uh, actor, but I don't think it really matters. I really commend, commend him on hanging on and doing what he does best and he has, finding a he, way to make it work. He has star charisma, and he, he can yeah. elevate a role by just being himself exactly. and showing yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. and so I, and the I, same with the, uh, the flick he was in a couple of years ago, the Earthquake film in San Francisco. Oh, San Andreas. Yeah. Really yeah. liked that film. Yeah. I also, I liked uh, Jumanji. You know, he came, came back and did Jumanji. Yeah. He did the movie rampage recently not a big fan of that right. but but he's fun to watch and uh, he's engaging with the audience is this making money uh no it did not make no. the money that they had hoped uh and so it's been an interesting summer the summer while from a movie stand money standpoint it's done really well but some of the films that they expected to do a little bit better didn't so uh it's a it's a hit and miss kind of summer right it really really is right. but i'm giving this a b rating okay from an action film film standpoint if you like action films and yeah i do want to see it kind of hang on the edge of your seat it, it does all that uh, and more uh out for a couple weeks now uh the avengers uh ant-man and wasp uh part of the mcu universe uh, this is a sequel to the hottest comedy of 2015. yeah my favorite comedy ant-man was a lot of fun ant-man was my favorite comedy of that year uh, you know, Scott Lang, who plays Ant-Man, um, you know, he, in, in this story, he is in, in his final few days of house arrest. He's been on house arrest because he was involved in the Captain America Civil War and he wasn't supposed to be, and so he's on house arrest trying right. to, you know, trying to be a good guy and trying to stay there. Well, of course, chaos ensues and uh, he can't uh, stick around. He has to, to get out of the house and save the world uh, from... Uh, things that are happening not just in our universe but in the quantum universe. Does that explain why he wasn't in this summer's Avengers? It does, yeah. It answers that. Because he was in house arrest. It, uh, he was in house arrest, yeah. And it answers why why that happens as well. Um, this is the 20th film in the MCU, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, Paul Rudd, uh, Michael Douglas, uh, Evangeline Lilly uh, is back as the Wasp. Uh, Paul Pena, who was a really funny character in that first one. Very. Yeah. He's back as well. They all reprise their roles and they're familiar characters. 
Um, you know, this particular storyline, here's the problem I had with it. I, I did laugh, I did find some fun with it, but the storyline had six different plots going on. Six different plots that I counted. Uh, including a rescue mission from a, from a quantum realm, an FBI search for brilliant scientist Hank Pym, and also two different villains to, to try to get to know. One was greedy and all he wanted was power and technology, and the other, uh, there was a story, a, a backstory behind uh, this particular villain called the Ghost. But um, it, it was somewhat confusing because there was so much going on, so much to try to keep up with. That was really one of the issues I, I had going on. I think they were trying too hard to do too much to try to top what they did uh, a few years ago. Sounds like it was just overwritten. It was overwritten, kind of overkill. Uh, I, I, and there were also a few scenes that were thrown in that didn't progress the storyline that were done for just laughs. The first time was lightning in a bottle for me. That first time I went in not expecting a lot and I came out going, okay, that is exactly what I needed. Mm -hmm. This one tried to duplicate that magic and the magic didn't work as a whole. It worked in scenes, it worked in segments. Uh, I still really like Paul Rudd. Um, I like uh, I like Ant-Man and Wasp. I like those characters. It was fun to kind of see them in action. Michelle Pfeiffer also shows up really um, as a, in a small role, and, and her role was pivotal as well. And I think it'll have impact on the future of the MCU. And Tell this, me, she's Catwoman again? No, she's not. Oh. She's not. But but this film is important to what happens in the next Avengers, and it sets that up. And so, as always, sit through the credits. I uh, sit through those uh, through those end scenes. Uh, I did feel that at times this was really kind of forced. That's really what what I didn't like about it. Uh, the first one was my favorite comedy of the year. This one, uh, this one's not going to measure up uh, mm. to that. Still, I'm, I'm giving this uh, a B minus uh, rating for this. So a B minus rating for this. Really love the camera design work on this. Dante Spinotti did this, who also did Last of the Mohicans, so um, got a chance to, to work with him. Yeah. And the uh, director uh, directed the first one, Peyton Reed, who is a North Carolina native. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned that as well. Any thoughts, comments? No, I still want to see it, though. Yeah, B minus. Um, B minus rating. The, the next Avengers uh, film will come out in nine months. Paul so. Rudd's always interesting. Paul Rudd. Yeah, it was yeah. it was worth seeing, and I'm, and I'm glad I saw it. But uh, I think uh, it just had uh, too much that it was trying to do. Uh, do want to let you know just quickly for home delivery. Uh, we talked about this movie, one of my favorite movies of the year, A Quiet Place, Ooh. is now out. DVD, Blu-ray, pretty much any format that you need, it is available. Uh, gave this an A rating uh, when it was in theaters and still holds a solid A rating. I, I watched yeah. it on uh, on DVD. It's got some great extras, uh, some bonus features, including some uh, some interviews with the cast members that are well worth checking out. And the sequel's in the works. Sequel is in the works. Yep. I'm, I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with that sequel and how, yeah. how that's going to work out. So uh, I'm going to wrap you up uh, with a uh, quote, movie quote of the week. This comes from uh, really one of my favorite movies filled with quotes, a ton of quotes. The movie Hitch. Uh, begin each day like it was on purpose. I like that. I really, really like that quote. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie Hitch, that's one a review from the re review from the vault. I'm gonna come back to in a few weeks because yeah. I just that movie still holds up, especially yeah. the, the the script, if nothing else. That's Greg Tillman over there beside Camera One. We do appreciate uh, Violet Dukes for joining us for the first half of the show, talking about the. Cleveland County Arts Council Real to Real Film Festival that is going to be going on um, the 25th through the 28th at the Joy Performance Center in Kings Mountain. Uh, Tim Foster, as always, thank you for uh, holding the ship <laughs> and not letting the uh, ship sink when you were out on cruising. Till next time, I'm Noel T. That's a wrap. Happy trails to you.